Welcome back, everybody, to another edition MLB DFS Quick Hits. We got your Wednesday, August 22nd edition. We have a 10-game late slate on tap. There's a four-game early. We'll dig up very slightly into the four-game, but not much at all. Um, looking at your weather on the evening slate, you got wind blowing out to center in Pittsburgh between Atlanta and Pittsburgh and blowing in from left between Philadelphia and Washington. If you're talking about your early games, you got Baltimore at Toronto, Cincinnati at Milwaukee, Minnesota at Chicago, Texas at Oakland, and Houston at Seattle. That Baltimore-Toronto game is not on the DraftKings slate. So you have Stevenson at Peralta, you have Gibson at Rodon, you have Miner at Jackson, and you have Morton at Marco Gonzalez. Charlie Morton is going to be your top guy by far on this slate. You're going to look at guys like Kyle Gibson against Chicago and Carlos Rodon against Minnesota. Those are some solid arms there. And then Edwin Jackson has been getting it done. But your totals are nine, eight and a half, nine, eight and a half. You're going to be looking at those Milwaukee bats versus Robert Stevenson. The Milwaukee's been hot all along. Contrarian-wise, you could go Reds versus Peralta, but also you could use Peralta as a pitcher in a GPP. That's just the kind of game you play with him. He is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. But uh, when it comes to the A's, bats versus uh, minor, Chris Davis continues to crush the baseball. In another great spot versus a lefty at home today. Piscotti's in a great spot there. Uh, Mark Connor against the lefty's always sneaky nice. Luke Roy behind the dish and many others. So uh, maybe Lorraine if he's in the outfield again. There's a lot to like there with Oakland. And then Houston versus Marco Gonzalez. Marco Gonzalez has been sneaky good. He could be a long shot GPP play if you want to go that way. Houston's starting to get healthy. Their bats still haven't quite woken up yet. So... Pick your poison there. I'd be focusing on Milwaukee and, and Oakland bats. That'll probably be the focus of many. And then you can look at Houston bats uh, in that matchup. But that's where I'd look on the four-game slate. Now to the evening slate where we have the likes of uh, Atlanta at Pittsburgh, total of eight. Philadelphia at Washington, total of eight and a half. Cubs at Tigers, nine and a half. Indians at Red Sox, nine. Royals at Rays, waiting on that total there. Yankees at Marlins, eight. Giants at Mets, 7.5. Padres at Rockies in Coors Field, 10.5. Angels, D-backs, 8.5. Cardinals, Dodgers, 8. So, you know, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 totals of 8.5 or more. So half the slate's 8.5 or more. But that's not bad compared to what we've been seeing lately. Usually I say, you know, half the slate's 9 or more or something. So 8.5 or more on those totals. Let's get into the pitching on this slate. You have four guys over $10,000. You have Jack Flaherty at 10-9, Walker Buehler at 10-4, Noah Syndergaard at 10-2, Buck Holtz at 10,000. With Flaherty and Buehler, they are facing off against each other. Both really, really good pitchers, both in quite the groove these days. But give me Walker Buehler at 10-4 at home against the St. Louis Cardinals, the red-hot St. Louis Cardinals, the hottest team in baseball right now, best team in the month of August. At home, Walker Buehler brings you a 2-7-7 ERA with a .9 whip over a K per inning. Averaging 18.4 DraftKings points per start. His last few starts at Seattle, 28-5. At Colorado, 23-6. Against Houston, 23-2. Against Milwaukee, 24-8. He's been absolutely filthy his last four starts. Looking like the guy that they, they were hoping he would be. Now, when you face St. Louis, the one thing you think about is not striking out much. Well, they're striking out more this year in years past. Almost 22%, about 21.6% uh, strikeout rate. And even in a great pitchers matchup between Bueller and Flaherty, Bueller's a minus 160 home favorite, which is kind of surprising to me that's that big of a discrepancy, especially as red hot as the Cardinals are. So it's a risky play at this price point. Bueller's got a 26.5% K rate, 49% ground ball rate. Flaherty's a great GPP play as well. Like both of them are solid. The Dodgers strike out 22% of the time. Flaherty strikes out over 30% of the batters he faces. 
both in play in a GPP. I probably won't be going to either, but both are definitely in play if you plan on paying up. The lower end pitching is dreadful tonight. Uh, really, really bad. The last few days we've had options down there. It's not great at all tonight. But uh, Flaherty, Bueller, both in play. I'm going to go Bueller just because he's at home against this Cardinals team. But uh, that's where I'll be sending my flag on that one. Noah Syndergaard at 10200 bucks at home against the San Francisco Giants. Thor is coming off a horrific start of 8.2 points, 5 and 2 thirds, 4 and 5 Ks at Philly. But prior to that, 22.4, 16.9, uh, since his return from the DL. Uh, it's not been great by any means. Can't sugarcoat that at all. And uh, he's having some issues. And um, Nick Pollock on the pitchers list broke it down really well. A sinker is not really sinking. And it's not, he's leaving a sinker high in the zone, which is not what you want to be doing. And then him and uh, Paul Spore on their fireside chat on Sunday went really deep into it. Really good stuff on breaking down why Thor, who has electric stuff, a 14.4% swinging strike rate, is electric. He walks 5% of the guys he faces. Hard contact is only 21%. Ground ball rate of 49.5. K percentage of 24.5. Electric. He struggles because he just can't seem to get his stuff figured out. So, we look at the likes of uh, the Giants who strike out 23.6% of the time versus right-handed pitching. And if the good Thor shows up, this is a 30-plus point night. The Giants have a 3.25 team total. Lefties 273, righties 282. Giants 302 Woba and a dreadful 139 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So all things on paper, this is like a get-right night for Noah Syndergaard. Still, he has to execute. Um, he, he's struggling against that. But when he faced Miami's when he got that 24-plus point game, he's got that tremendous upside. This kind of has that Zach Wheeler feeling, even though Wheeler's playing pitching better these days more consistently. I'm going center guard at 10-2. He is my guy um, that I'm really liking up here at this price point. I think he'll be the chalkiest up here because everyone wants to pick on the Giants these days, and rightfully so. But Noah center guard at 10-2 is the guy I'm looking at. The other guy up here at 10K... Uh, people laughed when he was, let's see, what was the grand total? 9,500 last week. We were all over him here at Quick Kicks. I said, do not be scared of Cletus, Clay Buckholtz, at 9,500 bucks at San Diego. That is a phenomenal matchup. But what did Cletus do? I just threw a complete game. Nine innings, five hits, one earned, six Ks for 33.8 DraftKings points. He had 13.8 prior to that, 24-1, 19-4, 22-24. Like, in reality... Everyone listening, we've seen the grind that is daily fantasy baseball. And we've seen how with the pitchers these days, if you can get, you know, 18, 19, 20-plus points, you have that kind of comfort zone. And obviously it won't happen every night, but Cletus gives you that. That is worth $10,000 these days because it's hard to find that elite pitcher that goes out there. There's not a Scherzer every night that goes out there and gets you 35 points. Chris Sales on the DL. Kluber's been a, a, a hiccup of late. Clay Buckles is $10,000 at home with the Humidor. He's been very good at home this year. He's facing the Los Angeles of Angels of Anaheim team that strikes out 20.5% of the time. He's a minus 195 home favorite. Um, he strikes out 21% of the guys he faces. And the biggest thing I want to mention, they lose their DH, Trout's out, and now Justin Upton's out. Does that mean that they can't get to Cletus? No, of course they can't. There's no sugarcoat in that. But they have a 3.5 team total. Lefties 272, righties 376. Clay Buckle to 10,000. No one's going to pay for him. No one paid for him last time in an even better matchup for cheaper. No one's paying for him at $10,000. They will go 10-2 to Noah Syndergaard. I will put my 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 Lance Armstrong's left nut on that. Like it is happening. Noah uh, Noah Syndergaard will be higher owned. Everyone will want to go there over Clay Buckle to $10,000. 
Clay's in a great spot. If he struggles tonight, so be it. In a GPP, that is the play to make out of this 10K and above range. So for me, it's Clay Buckholtz, Thor, and then the Bueller-Flaherty, it's pretty much a, a dealer's choice. I like Bueller being at home, but both really, really good options there. But give me the Buckholtz, give me the Thor, give me the Bueller. Let's go below 10K. Now we drop below the 10K where it gets a little more interesting. Steven Strasburg returning from the DL. I'll pass on that one. i got to see what he's got there. Carlos Carrasco, he's been much, much better um, on the road than at home, I believe, uh, before I completely speak out of turn. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, much, much better in his entire career on the road and at home. He's at Boston. Boston's been getting shut down by Cleveland. If you want to be super contrarian, you can go there. I'll pass. Uh, Zach Eflin could be a GPP play at 86 versus Washington. As a Washington bat struggles, Zach Eflin's been actually pretty decent. I get it. But give me John Lester at $8,200. Bucks. This is a guy I've been very up and down on all year. But he's been much better on the road, a 318 ERA compared to 423 at home. And more importantly, he's going up against the Detroit Tigers. Yes, Lester has been dreadful of late. He's coming off a 30-plus point performance. But prior to that, five points or less, even negative numbers in those matchups. Facing a Detroit team that's 21% K rate, Lester's got everything in the right peripherals there. And Detroit has a team total of 4.2. Lefty's 369, righty's 365. But a 309 Woba and a dreadful 144 ISO versus left-handed pitching makes John Lester an option tonight at 8200 bucks. When you drop below that, you got Julio Tehran, 8100 at the Pittsburgh Pirates. This is another interesting spot here. Julio's pitched better at home than on the road, surprisingly. But this is kind of that stability thing. Like we talked about with Cletus at 10K. Julio at 81, 22.8, 19.9, 13.4, 12.5. He had a hiccup at Miami for some reason. But then 26-1, That's just stability. In uh, eight of his last nine starts, basically 13 or more points. Seven of his last nine, 16 or more points. He's 8100 bucks against the Pittsburgh Pirates team. We saw uh, Kevin Gossman absolutely deal yesterday. Absolutely deal for $1,000 cheaper. Um, Tehran in the Pirates, 20, 20% K rate. Tehran strikes out 22%. His bugaboo forever has been walks, and he's got a 12% walk rate this year. So if you can control that, he could be in for a little nice night for you here. Pirates a 4.05 team total. Lefty's 372, righty's 319. So Tehran at 81 could be another interesting mid-tier play for you. I think one of the popular ones here is going to be Loretta Lance Lynn at $8,000 at the Miami Marlins. Um, Tanaka looked okay last night. Didn't get as deep into the game because of the you know National League pitch hitters. Didn't get quite as many points as he wanted, but still pitched very, very well. If it was in the AL, he probably would have got you that 20-plus points. But that's the way it works, and you got to worry about that with Lance Lynn tonight, $8,000. Coming off a really rocky start against Toronto, but prior to that, 20.5, 36.7, 16.8 with his time with the Yankees here. We know Miami can scuffle quite a bit. They have a lot of youngsters playing for them. So they got that pesky aspect, but at the same time, issues. They strike out 22.5% of the time. Loretta is a minus 170 road favorite. Again, his problem, like Tehran, a 12.5% walk rate. But nearly a 50% ground ball rate to go with a 23% strikeout rate. The Marlins have the second lowest team total at 3.4. Lefty's 367, righty's 293, and then a 294 Woba, 123 ISO. Not good at all. So Lance Lynn at 8,000, I think it's going to be a popular one down here. And rightfully so. Like I, I can see a lot of Noah Syndergaard, Lance Lynn combinations tonight. But if you go Buckholz Lynn, you'll be different. Uh, something to think about there. Last guy down here, if you want to be really different, and I know people are probably saying, you said Tyler Anderson last night. He did pitch well. He got the strikeouts. 
just gave him a couple too many runs, but still pitched pretty darn well for Coopersville at 6900 bucks, and no one owned him. Like I said, that's the gamble you take in a GPP. You're not playing Coopersville pitchers in cash games. Simple. John Gray at 7800 bucks. Give me the Johnny Gray. Since his return from the, uh, his little stint has been amazing. At home, 18 DraftKings points on average. Uh, versus San Diego, he's faced him three times this year. He's averaging 23.5 points per game against the Padres. His last start out at Atlanta, 23-6. Struggle against the Dodgers, 6.2. Then 28-4, 22-9. At home against Houston for 24. At home against Seattle for 26.9. So since his return, he's, uh, besides one bad start against the Dodgers, he has been 23 or more DraftKings points in, what was that, five of six starts. He's been outstanding. And that's some good matchups he's had there in some decent ballparks. Uh, San Diego strikes out 26% of the time. John Gray, check this out, for a $70 pitcher, a minus 240 favorite. Pretty darn good. He strikes out 28% of the batters he faces with a 48% ground ball rate, almost a 14% swinging strike rate. Even in Coors Field, the Padres have a 4.1 team total. That's less than... That is... I'm going to actually count this for you. 1, 2, 3... Four, five, six, seven, a seven, eight. It's the eighth lowest total. There's 20 totals on the slate. A Coors Field total. John Gray, 700 bucks to play, folks. Get your popcorn ready. John Gray. So when you look at this 8K range, you know, I'm looking at, I, I like John Gray probably the best, but I'm a GPP gambler like that. That's what I like. But if you want to be kind of playing it safe, you go Lance Lynn, you go Lester, you go Tay Heron. And then you go to John Gray. But if you want to roll those dice, give me the John Gray. Give me a Buckholtz Gray combo. Big fan. Like it a lot. Now you drop below 6K. It sucks. It really sucks. The only guy I'm really looking at here, you could go Trevor Richards against the Yankees. No DH. Hoping they continue to scuffle at 5800 bucks. I can see that at GPP. Or the other guy I'm looking at here is Casey Kelly of the San Francisco Giants. Uh, $5,000. Not great. Uh, he's... Coming off a spot start in Cincinnati, we're at four and a third, nine hits, one earned, but only two Ks for 5.8 points. He's not a big strikeout guy, and that's his thing. If he's striking guys out, you're gold. Against Pittsburgh on the 11th of August, he had five innings, two hits, no earned, three Ks for 16.1. That's the upside you have, and that's kind of what you're shooting for for $5,000. It is the Mets team that can be sneaky. I was all over Tyler O'Neill a lot yesterday. Talked about it a lot in the Slack chat. Uh, he got you 20 points. He's bad second. Amad Rosario's bad leadoff, playing well. The Mets have a 4.2 team total, middle of the pack tonight. Lefty's 326, righty's 251. They have a 313 Woba, 164 ISO. Nothing scary there. So if you need to punt with Kelly at 5K, you rock that way. Otherwise, uh, you just you pay up and you save some money on some bats and you see how you can make it work. So recapping your, your pitching. Up top, I got Buckholtz, Thor, Bueller. Uh, down below, I prefer John Gray one, but if you want to play it safer, you go Lynn, Lester, Taher on Gray. And then Kelly's the only punt I'm looking at here. Let's get into the bats. And before we do so, i got to talk to you about Draft. It's a big sponsor for us. It really helps the show out. So if you, if you like Draft or you haven't used Draft and you want to try Draft, it's a great way to play fantasy sports. Snake-style drafting, just the way you like it. And if you like NFL best balls, it is phenomenal. we got PGA coming up. FedEx Cup playoffs start this week with the Northern Trust. And they got they got golf covered on Draft. They have baseball, basketball, hockey, football, the works. And when you make your first deposit, use promo code SD Sports. You'll get entry into a free $3 tournament of your choice. If you want to play it in best ball, you play it in best ball. If you want to play it in something else, you play it there. But that's all you got to do. Promo code SD Sports really helps the podcast out. We really appreciate it. So go check it out. Draft.com, Draft in your app store. Great way to play fantasy sports. 
Now let's go to those bats we've been talking about at the catcher's position. Uh, you got Jan Gomes versus Brian Johnson at 4200 bucks. Great. Gomes had another big night last night. Went to Ding Dong City. Had three hits for you. So look at Yanni Gomes at 4200 if you're paying up. If you aren't paying up, though, you go to the likes like a Salvi Perez at 3900 bucks against Stanek and then the Tampa Bay bullpen. Um, a Chris Iannetta and Coors at 3800 bucks. He went deep yesterday in another really good spot here versus Knicks, who's not really good at pitching. Really not that great. Um, the farther down you look, though, maybe uh, an Alex Avila versus Despaigne. Lefties have always gotten to Despaigne in his career. So Alex Avila at 34 could be a guy. Brasenio, probably not going there tonight. Uh, farther down you look, uh, you could look at the likes of a... If Roberto Perez is catching for Cleveland, he's 3,100 versus Johnson. I do like a little Michael Perez at Tampa Bay, 3,100 versus Jacob Junis. Mr. Home Run Junis, Tampa Bay will be one of those teams we take a look at tonight. Uh, they'll probably fly a little under the radar, more than they should. They have a team total of... Why can't I read? Oh, we're waiting on it. That's why. Uh, they don't have a team total yet, but lefty's 344, righty's 342 off Jacob Junis. So uh, a Michael Perez at 31 and some other Rays could be sneaky nice. If you aren't using Lester, like a James McCann at 3100 versus Lester is uh, worth a look. McCann does hit lefties really, really well in his career. So keep an eye on that one. And other than that, it's, it's going to be a bleak night. Maybe Jeff Mathis at 27 can be there. Sandy Leone at 27 versus Carrasco. Uh, check your lineups and see what else pops up for you at the catcher's position. But pretty depleted core this evening. Going over to first base, you got Goldie at 55. is always intriguing against Espanye. Freeman at 51 is not bad. Big Hosmer and Coors. Carpenter against Bueller. Tough matchups there for sure. Max Muncy versus Flaherty. Another tough matchup. Those could be GPP type plays, but they're tricky. So maybe you save some money at the position. You go to like an Ian Desmond against Knicks at 4,600. Obviously, the Rockies have the highest total at 6.4. Lefties 441, righties 385. The Rockies let a lot of people down last night. I'd be surprised if they let people down tonight. Knicks is that bad, but so is Erland, so you never know. But uh, maybe the Rockies are in a massive funk, but this is a great spot for them to get, get right tonight. Got Rizzo versus Liriano. Rizzo went deep yesterday. I told you that price was just too cheap. He went to Ding Dong City. Uh, he's in play at 44 versus Liriano. Go CJ Cronvis Junis if you want at uh, 42 as well. When you slide on down a little farther, though, you look at the likes of um, like a Greg Bird at 3,900 versus Trevor Richards. That could be interesting in a GPP. Um, Wilmer Flores versus Kelly at 37 is another kind of cheapy you could look at there in that matchup. Jake Bowers is 3,500 versus Junis. How that price has dropped massively. First base outfit eligible. He's only averaging 2.1 his last 10. So really, really struggling at 3,500. So that's why that price is dropping. Maybe just let the kid ride it out. He's having one of those funky, funky times as a youngster. But other than that, that's about all we got at the first base position. Second base, Javi Baez at 5K is outstanding versus Francisco Liriano. Absolutely love it. Cubs have a 5.3 team total. Lefties 309. Righties against Francisco Liriano. 398. That is pretty, pretty good. So Javi Baez, second base shortstop at 5K is a very, very solid play this evening. Going on down a little farther, though, you know, like a switch hitting Benny Zobras and Ozzy Albies at 4,400. On uh, last night's edition of Around the Base with Bubba and Mo, we talked about uh, some fantasy stuff. When Ozzy Albies came in the conversation, he's been bad, boys and girls. Bad, bad, bad compared to the way he started out. Still good for, for daily fantasy and the right matchups, but season long, he's killing some teams right now. Slide on down to like the 4K range. You got a switch hit Nico Goodrum at 4K. Could be in play for you. Um, 
Adam Frazier versus Tehran. If he's towards the top of the order at 39, I can see that. But I like me some Joey Wendell. Joey Wendell at 3800 bucks in the middle of that order is a solid-looking play for me. And Jeff McNeil at 37, I like that quite a bit as well. I've mentioned coming off a big game. So, you know, Wendell, McNeil, those are two of the guys I'd be looking at at the second base spot if you're not paying up all the way to the top. Uh, David Fletcher, second base, third base for Anaheim. If you're fading Buckholz or as one one off at 3300 you could look that way as well. Going over to the third base position, you got Jose Ramirez against Brian Johnson at 6K is outstanding. That's a great play. Arenado versus Nix at 54 is a great play as well. Both phenomenal, phenomenal plays for you there. Eduardo Escobar, very intriguing at 4,900 versus Despondia. mentioned Carpenter already. mentioned Muncie already. Both in tough, tough spots. Um, if you slide on down, like the Todd Father, Todd Frazier's 4,200 versus Kelly. If you are fading the kid, you can go there. Todd Father's averaging 9.6 his last 10. His last three haven't been so great, but prior to that was crushing it. And when you look at the Mets, they have a 4.2 team total. Lefties, again, 326, righties, 251. So you could look there if you want to be contrarian. You could also look at a Johan Camargo at 4K versus Trevor Williams. Camargo, third base shortstop eligible. The Braves, when you break them down, have a 14 total. Lefties, 335, righties, 327 versus Trevor Williams. Farther down, you look to like an Anthony Rendon at 3,900 bucks, really cheap for Zach Eflin. Eflin's been better, but the Nats do have a 4.8 team total. Lefties 350, righties 272. I like Rendon quite a bit in this matchup. If you're stacking, he's coming off 18 points last night. Um, 18, 0, 0, but then a 12, an 8, 7, 7, 14. Very good ball player for 3,900 bucks. It's kind of cheap for him, so I don't hate it at all. Uh, if Yandy Diaz gets to start at third base for. The Indians, he's 3900 bucks versus uh, Brian Johnson. Could be another GPP-type play for you there. Other than that, like a Colin Moran at 37 could be in play. Uh, Brian Anderson versus Loretta Lynn, third base outfield eligible at 3600 is another cheapie you could look at. David Fletcher talked about him. Taylor Ward of Anaheim at 33 for Buckholz is also another cheapie you can take a peek at. Going to shortstop, you got Lindor at 57. Definitely in play, hits lefties very, very well. Trevor Story at 53 is worth a look. Holly Baez at 5K is the one I like the most up here. I like him a lot. Manny Machado at 47 is very interesting in his matchup as well. But going down farther, you got the likes of Freddie Galvis at 41 in Coors. If you aren't using Gray, I could see that. Yohan Camargo at 4K. Talked about him already. Ahmed Rosario leading offers. Kelly at 39 I do like as a little savings for you. Willie Adamas at 38 is not bad either at that price point against Jacob Judas. Sliding down even farther, it gets really bleak quickly at the position. Like literally, nothing. I'll see this Escobar at 3K if you want to punt. Uh, see what the lineups come out with because, wow, that dropped off fast. After Ahmed Rosario, it dropped off really fast. So shortstop, maybe pay up or Ahmed it. Now going to the outfield, you got Mookie Betts against Carrasco, which is interesting. But Acuna Jr. at 57, I do like a lot. David Peralta, I told you to play him yesterday. In a phenomenal spot. Went to Ding Dunk City. Tonight's spot I like a lot. It's not as good because Despania's sinker is working. And he's a little tricky. But lefties do crush him. Peralta's in another great spot tonight. He's a, he's a straight fire right now. So 5,500 for Peralta is a great play. But Blackman and Cargo at 54 and 53 versus Knicks and Coors is outstanding. The fact that they're two, four, they're number six and seven outfielder price wise tonight is silly to me. And you get David Dahl at 52 as well. Those three outfielders against Knicks, big things tonight. Especially Blackman. Uh, I like Blackman a lot in cargo. Those two guys, money, 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 money. like that quite a bit. 
Uh, Bryce Harper in your GPP is always worth a look. AJ Pollock as well at 51 could be in play for you. Uh, Will Myers and Coors, 49 is okay. Aaron Hicks at 4,800 bucks versus Trevor Richards is very interesting in his matchup there. Nick Castellanos versus Lester. If you're not using Lester, Castellanos at 46, definitely on the radar tonight. Um, farther down you look, though, like a switch hitting maybe. Is he still switch hitting his age? He might not be. Yeah, he has Melky Cabrera in straight fire. 20, he's averaging 12.3 his last 10, 24 last night, 17, 20 in his last three. 4,300 bucks versus Johnson. I like that at that price point there. Had a little bit of him last night. Uh, Michael Conforto at 43 could be a play for you versus Kelly as well. Uh, Greg Allen, if he's leading off, I, it sucks. Uh, he's switch hitting, so leading off at 4,200 bucks. He's another play versus Brian Johnson. 12 points last night, averaging 10.2 his last 10. He gets on and runs. And the Indians have a 4.16 total. Lefty's 267, but righty's 348. They got a lot of good switch hitters in that Indians order. So definitely a play tonight for Brian Johnson. Uh, Juan Soto versus Eflin at 4,100 bucks is some nice value for you there. Albert Armora Jr. is a guy we like to play against lefties. He's 4,100 bucks versus uh, Francisco Liriano. So another nice kind of play you can look at there. Nico Goodrum at 4K. Mentioned him. Jock Jams in a GPP versus Flaherty at 4K. I can understand that play as well. Corey Dickerson versus Tejeron is very nice at 4K, too. Cole Calhoun, if you're not using Buckholtz at 39, does give you some value. If Buckholtz struggles, Calhoun should be in for a, a decent day at the dish, but I'm not running to play that. Derek Dietrich at 38 versus Lance Lynn's another cheap outfielder you can take a peek at. Uh, a little farther down the list, like a Marcelo Zuna, if you're fading Bueller at 37, is in play for you. Always a GPP-relevant play. We talk about that over and over again with him. Uh, the farther down we look, it gets a little bigger. Like Jake Bowers again at 35, Kiermaier at 35, see where they're hitting in the order. But like uh, Ortega, Miami, we talked about him leading off, 3500 bucks. He had five more points last night, averaging 9.1 his last 10. At 3500 bucks versus Lynn, not a bad punt play in the outfield. You can definitely look that direction. Um, Austin Dean of Miami, he's 3400 bucks. had really good numbers in the minors, hitting the ball well. He went deep yesterday for 14 points. He's got 14, 14, 6, 14 in his last four games. He's been up for five games. He had a zero his first game, then 14, 14, 6, 14. The kid can hit. And he's 3400 bucks versus Lance Lynn. So take a peek at that one. Um, big, big power bat there for uh, for the Marlins and Austin Dean at 34. Uh, other than that, it's one of those kind of check your lineup deals. See what pops up. You know, you got the big power bats in Coors. Uh, you can check some value there. Fran Mill Reyes, 3100. Uh, he can't possibly be. 3100 bucks in Coors. This is ridiculous. Yeah, he's still 3100 bucks in Coors. That is crazy. I know he strikes he it's, it's boomer bust, but put that guy in Coors Field, he could put one 600 feet. That's a bomb Bay City. So check your lineups, see what else pops up for you when you're breaking it all down. Uh, recapping your pitching real quick. You got up top, Buckholt, Thor, Bueller. If you want to go Flaherty, I don't hate it at all. It's just kind of a preference thing. Uh, down below, I like John in the, the 7 and 8K range. Give me John Gray 1, but if you want to play it safe, it's Lynn, Lester, Tejeron, Gray. And then when you look at uh, the bottom, it's Kelly, but it's really not pretty to begin with. Uh, obviously, Colorado is the top play of the evening. You definitely want to go that way. The Cubs versus Lariano, right-handed bats, very potent there. The D-backs versus Despondier, lefties 360, righties 355. D-backs could be in for a big, big night. Uh, the Yankees versus Richards. I do like those right-handed Indians bats quite a bit versus Brian Johnson. I think those will get slept on a little bit there, so I like that a lot. And if you want to get weird, you can get weirder some lower guys indeed. And check out the Slack chat, guys. Ask all the questions you want. We're there to help and make it happen. 
We'll do your BVP for the entire day if you're playing the early and the late slate. Uh, Jose Abreu's out for a while, so we're not going to talk about him. Uh, da, 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 not much standing out here. Eric Thames, two homers off Stevenson, two for two or two homers. Um, Johnny Luque, five for 11, two doubles and a homer. Kana and Lowry have homered off a minor. Beltre, seven for 16, two doubles off Edwin. Chu, 11 for 33, three doubles. Trinos with a homer. Denard Span, six for 13 with a double and a triple off of Morton. Getting into the evening slate now. Franco, 6 for 20 with a homer off Strasburg. Justin Bohr, 6 for 22 with a homer. Azdrubal Cabrera, 2 homers. Cesar Hernandez, 8 for 28 with 2 doubles. Um, the Phillies could be interesting because if Strasburg's not healthy or completely back from the DL, they'll be a low-owned GPP beauty. beauty. But it's, it's it's risky, but it could be interesting. Again, if Adam Frazier's in a good spot in that order for Pittsburgh, reasonably priced, he's 2 for 4 with a homer off Teheran. Uh, small sample, of course. Mitch Moreland, 5 for 14 with a double and three home runs off Carrasco. Holt's taking him deep. J.D. Martinez, 9 for 25, two doubles and two homers. J.B.J.'s taking him deep as well. So some good numbers for the Bo Sox versus Carrasco. Uh, Nick Castellanos, I told you I liked him a lot if you're not using Lester. He's 5 for 9 with three home runs off Lester. I like that quite a bit. Jason Hayward, 6 for 17 with a triple off Lariano. Boat, Contreras, and Addison Russell and Anthony Rizzo have all taken Lariano deep. Da, da, da. Starling Castro, 14 for 38, three doubles and a triple off of Lance Lynn. That's interesting to keep in mind there. Some ownership there. Will Myers, 8 for 23, two doubles and a homer off Gray. AJ Ellis, Spangenberg of homered off of Gray. David Peralta, if it didn't need any more advice, he's 7 for 16 with a double, triple, and a homer off of Despanier. Goldie's taking him deep as well. Albert Pujol, 7 for 18, two doubles and two homers off Buckholtz. And that'll do it for your BVP. And that'll do it for Quick Hits. It's an interesting 10-game slate. you got that four-game early to, t- to go check out. Um, lots going on at these Sports DGens. Go check us out on Twitter at these Sports DGens, thesportsdgens.com. Uh, we got golf this week. we got the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast for the Northern Trust. Jesse's got his picks out for the Northern Trust. We'll have OAD and much, much more. we got some good articles. A uh, new member of the Scoby Snacks. Uh, broke in on Trevor's story. Is he an early pick in 2019? Very good question there. A lot of other good stuff coming down the pipeline. we got fantasy football stuff covered for you with Coop Fiasco, Ben, and Jay Coop. A lot going on there. we got some more DFS NFL stuff coming down the line, including the return of the two-point conversion NFL DFS podcast tonight with myself and James. So go check that out. Uh, recorded around the bases last night with Bubba and Mo, episode 77. Recorded bench with Bubba, episode 116 with Brandon Myers of Razball. Talking deep, deep wide receivers. Go check it all out. Tons of great stuff for your sports, fantasy, and regular sports pleasure. But go check out Draft and Draft.com. Use promo code SD Sports. Give us a rating and review. We much, much appreciate it. And if you're playing NFL DFS this year, go check out the Quant Edge. If you want 15% off their package deal, use promo code Benched, B-E-N-C-H-E-D. Go check that out. Really good stuff there. But good luck tonight on your 10-game slate. I'll be back with you tomorrow. This was bench with, or this was a MLB DFS Quickets, your Wednesday, August 22nd edition. I'm out.